0: Hello and welcome to the Binge Thinker episode. I forget. I'm Jamil Raymond and I am fucking exhausted. <laughs> I'm coming to you live from Bangkok. uh I'm in a nice little garden somewhere near the Grand Palace and Wat Pho. It is the last day of my travels after three weeks abroad. Uh, if you've been following around or following, keep them up. Fuck, I'm exhausted. Mentally cooked. Uh, I've been to Amsterdam, Brussels, and Thailand over the last three weeks, and I'm in the last few hours of my trip before I fly home back to Australia for some much-needed rest and consistency. I don't know. I just wanted to riff a little bit and get an ep out while I was here. I'm not going to follow my standard procedures. Uh, just for this week, just because A, I am, as you can hear, almost completely out of brain cells, Um, I am completely off my game physically, not completely, but I just feel run down, I'm tired of being sweaty, I'm tired of walking around in, you know, 80% humidity at 33 degrees and just drip sweating out of my armpits everywhere, G'day, how you going? I'm sick of the British... (laughs) <laughs> there are so many fucking poms in Thailand. Jesus Christ, it's, it's almost worse than colonialism at this point. But yeah, ah, uh, I cannot wait to get home. I cannot wait to just get back into my routine. I've got so many things to do, all positive. I'm not saying that um, this place isn't unimportant, but I can feel the excitement for what is next if you've been keeping up the last few weeks, you know, it's really been about uh, getting this sales course together, putting it in front of the right people. Um, every t- Everyone I speak to is excited about it. So now it is time to go home and work. Uh, that's what I'm being called into now. It's what I'm being pulled to is to get home, get my shit together and build this thing. And. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to get stuck into it. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to becoming a monk again for the next three or four months. The idea is to get the course out by my birthday, which is October no, August 28th. Jeez, I can't even remember my own birthday. That's how tired I am. Fucking hell. Yeah, I'm just really fucking excited to, to get home, get, get some consistency and, yeah, just move forward. Man. So what have I been up to lately? What else have I been doing in Thailand? I had uh, my work conference uh, at the Hilton for a couple of days. Good fun, good to catch up with my global team, good to connect with people, have a little bit of luxury. Um, amongst all the chaos of being in a hostel. It's so funny um, getting to Thailand, getting to Bangkok and going from like uh, a cheap backpackers full of Brits. I swear to God, it was almost all Poms and Europeans. Europeans love Thailand. I don't know what it is about it. Is it the cheapness, the seediness? But I mean, Australians love it too. But I don't know why, just the palms, man. Like, spending a month plus here. Like, it's a nice country and all, I get it. But I don't know if I could spend a whole month here, even if you are traveling around. It's like, it's the same stuff. It's the same food. It's the same politeness. There is that seediness to it. Yes, there's some beautiful beaches and mountains up, you know, down south. Granted, granted. But a whole month, I don't know if I could do it. I've already been here a week and I feel like I'm pretty much done with at least Bangkok anyway. I don't know. Like, when I go to the more peaceful parts, like today, I went to Wat Pho, which is the home of the Golden Reclining Buddha. And I'm in this beautiful park now. It's, you know, it's peaceful. It's quaint. It's... If there is a a spiritualness to it, you do feel, to a large degree, you know, why they call Thailand the land of smiles, that it's quaint. People are polite, to a degree. But you can feel... You can feel the scamminess of it. You can feel the, um, you know, the influence of the modern world and hasn't ha- that it hasn't adapted to. Um, and that's what happens to a lot of developing nations is they've got these, you know, particularly Asian countries, these quaint cultures that haven't adapted to these modern ways and it sort of warps, you know, this half-mired between spiritual... Um, You know, senseless self versus capitalism. You know, tuk-tuks full of diesel, polluted rivers. Um, You know, sort of people just making do with some of the modern comforts. And, you know, it does... When you have a beautiful place like Thailand that's been corrupted by the seediness of the West and there are scammers on every corner trying to get a quick buck out of the white people... It's kind of sad, you know, it's kind of sad. Like yesterday I went to Soy Cowboy, which is just a dingy street that's just full of sex, you know, exploited sex workers. And, you know, it just, I don't know, maybe I've become a lot more sensitive to it. I mean, I think we're all a little bit sensitive to it, but we sort of deny it in the eye of curiosity and the exploration of the dark that we have within ourselves to go just check it out. And it's just not for me, man. Like, I could just feel the vibe is low in there, right? It looks seedy. People are just sort of like, ugh. Except for the ones that are, like, desperate to embrace that dark side of themselves, which I am to a degree. We should all embrace our dark to a degree. But I think the exploitation really just fucks with me. And, yeah, like, I walked, you know, up the road and back in, like, five minutes and just went, nah, 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 nah. That's probably a, a broader theme that uh, this trip has given me, this leg of the tour in Thailand, is that, you know, there, I, the last time I came here was in, I think, 2014. It's so almost a decade ago now. Came with my ex, had a great time in Koh Phangan and full moon party, and we did a little bit of time in Bangkok. But it's more about the island hopping and whatnot. And, yeah, just coming back a second time round, there is this <laughs> there is this degree of... I'm getting too old for this shit, man. I'm getting too old for the seedy and the impractical. And, you know, I've leveled up in life to a degree where I'm like hanging around. Why am I hanging around backpackers and shit and hanging around like kids? Like the other day, the second night I was here, I started hanging out with a bunch of people and they're lovely people, right? But I ended up realizing that I was hanging out with an 18 and 19 year old, getting the 19 year old high for the first time, this tiny little pom. And I'm like... 32, you know, I've got a business, I'm doing a podcast, like I'm doing a lot more than these guys, and I just felt a little old, got to say, a little old, a little too mature for this sort of thing, I don't know, maybe this will be one of my last times that I do a a sort of backpacking style trip, being, yeah, probably one of the oldest people at the backpackers and the hostel, Uh, meeting people that are around my age, I think the closest was around, Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. so I'm pretty sure unless I was like the odd one out, like the, you know there's always that random old kook that's at the hostel for all the wrong reasons um, then yeah I, I kind of felt a little bit out of it a little bit out of the vibe which is fair enough, right? I mean you gotta grow up, and it's not like I'm there to try and be the fucking Steve Buscemi how do you do fellow kids it's just a way for me to connect and hang out with people whilst I'm travelling abroad by myself um, you know, I'm not a guy that needs the luxury, I like to be out and about uh, when I do travel, although I have recognized the importance of rest and how disruptive uh, fast-paced travel can be. Uh, I met a guy yesterday, a great New Zealand bloke that seems to be doing pretty well in life, he had his own biotech startup that he actually built up and sold, now he's just traveling a few months on his own, I was like, fuck, this guy's living the dream. Maybe I'll become a digital nomad for a bit once I get the sales course going, just to travel the world and have a bit of fun in the process. But yeah, it just it felt like it's, uh, you know, the the resounding message is that, you know, you're older now; you're a different level. These things aren't necessarily for you anymore, which is fine. I do embrace getting older, and being you know, a more mature, more masculine, more determined individual, you know, becoming a real man. Um, yeah, it's just so funny that the way that um, fate or the spirits or the almighty's powers that be beyond me sort of put these things in front of me, these pathways um, and these cycles in front of me Because this is the second time that I've been to both Amsterdam and Thailand. And who I was previously to back then, it's just funny to see the cycles of, you know, coming back and seeing how much I've changed in comparison to the person that I knew that I was when I was last here. Even seeing some of the same things again with a second pair of eyes. Which is nice, right? It's nice to get that level of um, clarity and perspective you know, we're always constantly changing, so these sorts of cycles that I embrace and look into whilst I'm here, yeah, it's just a nice little touch point, a little checkpoint into life. So, yeah, that's been probably one of the biggest takeaways from this trip is uh, not a boy anymore, that's for sure. You can't be just blasting yourself silly every night with alcohol and weed which I, you know, I haven't drank that much, but definitely smoked a fair bit whilst I've been out and about because thankfully Amsterdam and Bangkok have legalized weed, so it's been very easy to access It's my preferred way to get out and have fun as opposed to getting blasted on alcohol. But just after three weeks of traveling and not having my own bed and not having the routine that built me up in the first place and not eating correctly and, yeah, you know, having a bit too much fun by now i'm dragging myself to the airport at this point it's the last half hour of my trip before i've got to freshen up and head uh, to the airport and catch a plane home and i'm excited for it i am excited to get home to not be sweating anymore (laughs) and just dig in dig the fuck in i said being a monk before I'm going to be definitely approaching monk mode for the next four months. And what do I mean by that? It's just work, 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 baby. Between now and August is my money-making period in my day job at Cisco. At night, it's about building up this course, getting the content right, getting the website right, just building the structure of the organization because everything that this trip has told me about the course is just all systems go. And it's exciting. It feels purposeful. It feels like the way. It feels like the path that I should be on, which is beautiful. And I kinda had inklings of it, you know, all the way through. I remember the first time I thought about the idea of the sales course when I was in the woods about 18 months ago when I was, Taking some time off to build these new ideas of mine, and the surge of energy that I got through my spine, through my brain, when I thought of this idea, was immense, was fucking immense. It was like I was hit with a lightning bolt through my brain, and I was so excited and I wanted to tell people straight away so I knew I was onto something. It's just that the timing wasn't necessarily right. and now with a bit more clarity and a bit more time and a bit more perspective, this feels like the right time. This feels like the right time to be doing it. So I've got to build. I've got to build, figure it out, and I'm ready for it. I'm ready to take on the challenges. I'm ready to take that next level of vulnerability and putting myself out there as an authority in what I do and push it out into the world. And, you know, expose myself, my experiences, my capabilities to the wider world through this brand, through this course. And why I say that is because there is this level of vulnerability that I resist against by talking about myself in public. That's what even this exercise, the podcast has been. Just, you know, getting used to talking about me um, in a public forum because I've spent so much of my life um, giving myself away to others because of the way I was raised, because I had two parents that was unstable. So I had to to stabilize my own internal world. I had to keep an eye on both of them and sacrifice my own needs from a very early age. So coming out of my shell and actually expressing what I need in life uh, is a deep challenge. It's a real deep challenge. So that comes out in various facets and various ways of self self expression, even just being on social media and getting, you know, to that degree and putting myself out there and talking about my experiences, despite how fucking crazy and fun and insightful they may be, I'm getting better at it. Um, the last twelve months of putting content out and doing this pod has certainly uh, hardened my capabilities and given me some internal locus of strength, even to the point where I'm here just publicly doing my podcast in a public park for the last three weeks you know being in one of the busiest places in belgium just talking in public talking a bit of shit watching the world go by people become curious about what i'm doing here and yeah i just go yeah how you doing just let him be it's funny how well you adapt once you just get over and just jump in and have those 20 seconds of courage to do something new Tell you what though thailand has a mean juice i just had an orange and a mango juice because i've been flop sweating since i left the hostel this morning and i've stopped caring about the macros for now i'm just going to get home and just punch a bunch of steaks down and chicken breasts for the next couple of weeks get myself back into shape and get my macros right again so i just enjoyed a delicious pad thai and um some freshly squeezed juices to reduce uh replace some of my many lost fluids in this trip and I tell you what like it's a natural paradise here it absolutely is so their fruits are absolutely delicious getting freshly squeezed fruit juices just watermelon off the street amazing stuff so when you keep it to like the authentic parts of Thailand you know the more scented the less busy the less of the bustle it's a beautiful place to be. Could be a little less muggy. Fuck, I hate humidity. I really fucking hate it. Ah, a little orange juice ASMR for you people. Yeah, I gotta go soon. I just this one's a loose one. Just a reflection. Just something to to tide us over and tide the good people over. Um, So, and then I'll be punching, releasing a bunch of clips and stuff when I get back. But i tell you what, man, I think I I had a experience last night that I I don't want to talk about just yet in detail, but the world, something, I got to close on this, something is fucking looking out for me, man. You know, I do talk about being spiritual and do believe in that higher power and I do believe in synchronicity and it happens to me so often that I see so many signs so many trails but you know so there are some big things happening and there is something that's keeping me out there on the straight and narrow the synchronicities the magic numbers the path that I'm on the things that are put in front of me it feels like you know just divine wisdom and guidance the synchronicities that I've had in this trip are insane even for the just for the fact that I've got this course and then had the ability to pitch it to the best possible person I could pitch it to within my network and they're interested in it fucking insane the fact that I can come here and learn some lessons about life and about myself and the process of my greater narratives and my greater challenges amazing seeing all these synchronicities of numbers and timing, and just events that are put in front of me. <laughs> I was just at Wat Pho, which is the, um, the, the temple of the Golden Reclining Buddha. It's like a 55 meter long Golden Reclining Buddha statue. And i am in there taking photos, getting some shit for the gram as you do. And I'm trying to get a nice little selfie with the Buddha where I've got like a cute little angle where you can see his face and just one of his eyes. I'm doing a selfie. And I... Just as I'm trying to get the right angle out of the fucking corner of my eye, I swear to God, the Buddha blinked. Not blinked. It winked. The Buddha winked. And I can't prove it. But just in the space of everything that's happened to me in life to this point, particularly the last few years and going to, you know, one of the central lands of the Buddha, of the kingdom of Siam, it's pretty hard not to think that that was something. And then I'm looking at the photos and I check the time and it's one eleven. One, one, one. And I can't tell you how many times I have seen the magic numbers on my, f- on my phone, on a watch, around me. Hundreds. I still screenshot almost every single time I see a magic number on my phone or something on the street. You know, it does prov- provide these breadcrumbs of meaning to me. These cr- crumbs of something bigger out there. Whoops. Keeping an eye on me, just going. You know, you're in the right place. You might be, you might be suffering a little bit. You might not feel comfortable, but this is where you're meant to be. And that's been happening so often for me in the last couple of years. That yeah, it just it it pushes me to keep going. It's both intrinsic and extrinsic. This uh, this guidance, where it feels every time I see this, because I'm I feel like I'm doing the right things and I'm keeping the vibe high, and I'm keeping towards you know aiming towards a higher good. That you know karmically, it's just letting me know that I'm in the right direction. And then when you do so, when you get used to living on that higher vibration and just that you know, resisting that temptation to go dark or to go south, you know, it pays off. So it's, you know, it's it's like this gentle encouragement from the universe just to keep going. And then when I do, you know, get those moments, it just reinforces the mission, the vision of what I'm doing next. And you know what? Sometimes I feel like talking about it, it's like, you know, when you talk about you're not supposed to do a birth, you're not supposed to talk about your birthday wishes or it's won't come true. Sometimes I feel like I should be doing something similar, like keeping it to myself, but I'm sure I'm not the only one. In spiritual circles, particularly the ladies, you know, they love to see 1111 11 and then one two one 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 two two two, and so do I. So, you know, I'm not the only one. It's not like um, this is a fresh discovery for me about what this means. I do think I'm probably more intuitively aligned than most men as well. Um, So that could be something to do with it. But yeah, I go away from this trip wiser, more excited for the future. have a better, deeper understanding of myself. And it feels like there's some new levels coming soon. Some big levels coming soon. So I've got to be ready gotta get my shit together gotta step into a new level of manhood own it build it, create it manifest it and just keep going just like I do pretty much every single day but uh I'm very excited for what's next I need a holiday for my holiday thank god I've got a short week at work and uh yeah let's see what the next step takes us huh it's going to be a very interesting year the next 12 months to think also is another reflection that i had this time last year i was starting acn and cisco at the same time terrible idea i just got over my first bout of covid i'm working 80 plus hours a week i'm running two gigs starting a third Just torn in all directions. I'm anxious about what ACN is going to be. I'm excited that I'm putting out content four to five times a day as well as learning a new business, going through orientation and training. I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. I don't know where it's going on both ends. And then 12 months later, here I am. I'm traveling the world because I'm one of the top salespeople on the planet for this organization. And I've gotten rid of of a startup and I'm creating another one and I'm going full ball at this one 12 months later. I couldn't have predicted this 12 months ago. So where I'm going to be in 12 more months with all the things that are going on right now, fucking who knows, man? Who knows where the fuck I will be in 12 months? We'll find out together, right? I'll be staring right down this barrel like I am right now speaking to you, dear listener, and I hope you are by my side celebrating a few big wins and that you're a part of them too. That's it for this week, folks. I've got to go dry off, freshen up and head home. Thank you for your time and attention. As always, binges, fuck, I am so tired. Thank you for your time and attention. You know where to find me on the socials at Jamil J Raymond chuck us a follow share some shit around get the reach going fellas and ladies Um, and as always if you need help if you need advice got any questions slide into the DMs always open to my binges thank you everyone I'll see you next week ciao for now